what is coming and what's coming now, what's on us now, is so strong and so heavy that it's going to be very difficult for people in their natural mind to make it. The things that Satan is bringing upon the world, the, the word stuff, the word crimes, the sexual foolishness, the, the murderous intent that you see now uh, is so strong that your natural mind will not be able to handle it. And what you will begin to do is retreat into an isolated hole, which is what the internet has done to people. It's made them retreat into a place of isolation because the world is so cold and fearful. And um, but yet that's Satan's goal anyway to cut us off from fellowship relationships and uh, to have us isolated. And so, but we're going to need grace, Amen, to stand in this hour. We're going to need God's unmerited favor to make it, Amen. This, like I said, this is what people hate about true followers of Christ is that we depend on Christ, Amen. We we know there is a power that is not of us. There is a power that we know is of Him. And so that power is what we are uh, uh, trying to get more of. Amen. Amen. So I want to talk to you all about this today. It's just a great principle. Now, now, now this principle, now, now, now when I get into this, remember, I'm still talking about grace. But I'm going to talk about what you're going to have to do. Because one of the things I've seen is, is we, we like to hear the word but not apply it. And because we've had so much teaching on prosperity that anytime you begin to teach anything on increase, giving, blessing, even blessing, people tighten up because of the, scan the, the schemas and scandalers and uh, uh, con artists who have raped the body of Christ with these get-rich-quick schemes, amen? But we don't throw the baby out with the wash. Some of you need to all need to go back to the to the early to the late nineties and in the middle two thousands and get some of those messages to build your faith because this in this hour you're gonna have to learn how to manifest God's blessings when there's no way. Some of those prosperity principles you're gonna have to learn to operate. And the thing about me, I came out of a church like that, so I understand it because I we, we we walked in that. That's part of my repertoire. That's why I don't throw it out because I know there's times I know I need to be blessed and I understand what to do. Amen. When I'm in a situation where there seems to be no way, well, I know how to get out. And that's what that taught me. Now I don't believe in all the $65 million jets and stuff like that, but I do believe there are some principles in the word that teaching me how to sow. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Teaching me how to sow, how to sowing causes you to trust God. You can't say you trust God and don't sow. That's why I don't deal with folks that don't sow. You know, you stand your own word on they don't trust God. And people that don't give, they always in trouble, they always need it to become users. They go finding people who will give to them and they can play that little pity patty pathetic game with. And the reason why you if you help them today, you're gonna help them tomorrow because they eat up their seed. God said, I give seed to the sower, bread to the eater. When God puts seed in their hand, they eat it up and go look for other people to meet their need. Not knowing the seed they had could have met their need, but they was... So yeah, I'm going to deal with some of these principles today because this is part of grace. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Thank you, son. Give my sons another hand. Appreciate that. Hey, Amen. In the book of Acts... We see one of the greatest illustrations of God's grace moving upon a people. God's grace was so tangible that people begin to do things that is abnormal. 
that is totally out of order, that goes against the natural mind. The natural mind says, get all you can, can all you get, sit on the can, bury the can. So can't nobody find it. But in the book of Acts, we found that once the spirit of God broke out amongst the people, a peculiar thing happened. The people began to go, they wanted to keep the presence or the grace of God amongst them so much to the point that they knew they needed to fund the move of God. Uh, yeah, yeah y'all not ready. The apostles never asked the people to go give nothing. The people saw in their heart, this is, we need to keep this going. The Bible says when the Holy Spirit fell and they all began to speak in other tongues, people began to get filled, saved, healed, the church was getting established, and they said, we don't want nothing to happen to this, so we need to fund this so this stays. Because if we don't, then the men of God will have to go get money to take care of their families and stay, and then get away from the preaching and the teaching and the praying and the fasting. And they understood that in order for us to come together like this all the time, we're going to have to have some type of uh, 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 financial plan to keep this funded. Now, contrary to popular belief, many people that have that just left the spirit move mentality don't know that if the spirit move, you're going to need money. If the spirit move right now, this we're going to need money because this church wouldn't be big enough. If we had a revival where the spirit of God came down like it, like it will and, and just saturate this place to the point that just healings and all that start taking place, we would have to move. We would need money to move because there would be so many people, we would, we would exhaust ourselves, say amen, because the spirit of God creates increase. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So contrary to these people running around talking about they looking for the spirit. <laughs> They looking for the move of God. The move. If 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 you've ever been in the move of God, one of one of the things that marks a move of God is finances, is financial increase. The Bible says that these people, all of a sudden, out of the blue, begin. Not, it's one thing to bring an offering. It's another thing to go sell your house. They said they sell. They sold lands and houses so they can come and lay the money down to keep this move of God going. The people understood it was their responsibility to fund it. Y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying. That's grace. That means that was God's unmerited favor. He moved on the hearts of the people and they began to give by grace. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now I understand that it's very difficult. People get tight on this. I'm not talking to you. I ain't talking to nobody with your $2. Keep it. I ain't talking to you. Because what I've learned is the body of Christ has attracted a bunch of users that get online and attack folks that's blessed. Yes. They're jealous of folks that's blessed, attack folks that's blessed, because they ain't never been blessed, because they've never worked the principles of blessing. Are you hearing what I'm saying? These are people that get online and, and come against tithing. Because they never tithe. Are you hearing what I'm saying? These are people that don't trust God, don't believe God, because you can't say you believe God and never put nothing of yours in God's hand. In order to really know I trust God, I got to put, if I say I trust Deacon Grant, but I won't put nothing in his hand, I don't trust Deacon. If I don't trust Deacon Grant enough to put something in his hand, I don't trust Deacon Grant. I can say all that I want to, I trust him, but until my actions match my mouth and put something in his hand, I don't trust him. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Trusting provokes me to be to take a risk. Trusting, trusting makes me risk. Therefore, if I trust God, I'm gonna risk some I got in order to trust Him with it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? All right. 
So the endurance principle, in other words, how are we going to make it to the end? How are we going to endure to the end? How, how are we going to do it to the end if the stock market fall, if the dollar fall, if the food is gone, if everything's wiped out? How are we going to endure it to the end? Well, we're going to have to begin to activate this grace principle. That when there's nothing there, because we work the grace principle, God by his favor. I don't care if, I don't care if dead birds got to fall out of the sky. Cooked chicken got to fall out of the sky. Because God's grace is not predicated on God's grace is not God's grace is not predicated on what's in my environment. That means it might me being blessed. It might not be in my environment to be blessed. What I need may not be in my environment. But God's grace don't go because God can go get something from somewhere else. And bring, that's why all y'all talking about y'all believe for a hood ain't no men. Well, ain't no men in your environment. But God's grace ain't predicated on your environment. He can go get a man from somewhere else. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Now, so we're going to have to, now, and what I'm saying is the, uh, the, the, the scripture says, he that endures to the end shall be saved. So we know we're not going to endure to the end by our own strength. We're going to need God's favor, God's power to endure to the end. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Anybody that's trying to endure to the end, I guarantee you, you're going to lack something. But those that are flowing by God, realizing I'm going to need his grace to, to, to make it, then you're going to begin to work principles and begin to exercise your faith muscle so that when the big trials come, you already have, uh, you already have, uh, you already have uh, uh, built up your ability to believe, your ability to 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 to, to activate grace, so that you're not one who is lacking or 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 or, or, or without. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, so turn over in your Bibles. Now you do know what grace is, right? Grace is his favor. Grace is favor. It means I really don't deserve it. He does it because he's good. But grace can be acquired. Depending upon how I treat him. Depending on how I worship him. Depending on how I believe him. So with that, listen. The Bible says without faith it's impossible to believe God. Many of us do not believe God. You haven't believed God in a long time. Because you have never put faith out there. You've never put nothing to believe. You've never believed God for nothing. Are you hearing what I'm saying? See, many times because what we're doing, we're coasting in God. In other words, we're riding on the lottery mentality. Maybe I'll hit, maybe I won't. Maybe I'll get it, maybe I don't. That's not belief. That's hoping and a wishing. Belief is saying, this car right here, specific faith, this is what I'm talking about right here. Now once I say I believe that, now I know I'm getting ready to have to go into operation. Why? Because the minute I say I believe, God's going to say, okay, now put something in my hand. Because you can't say you believe something or trust me without there being an exchange. Say amen. All right, now I'm teaching y'all this because there's coming a time where ain't going to be no food in Kroger's. And if you ain't working this principle, 
if you don't have a if you don't have a, if you don't have if you don't believe in supernatural provision then you might be starving no i'm teaching y'all something today See, it's very difficult because, because I feel that stingy spirit. I know that spirit I feel is that, that stingy spirit, that, 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 that goodwill-only spirit. That, that, you know, that goodwill, malt-in-the-pocket spirit. I know that spirit. It's that it's a, it's a spirit that's been around church and come around church and get around church folk and never do nothing, never give nothing, but just looking to see if I can cipher something. See what I can glean off. That welfare spirit that looks to somebody to give them something without them putting any effort forth. Talk back to me. This is a spirit that's going to die. It's going people like that are going to die when this thing comes. When this when the, when the, when the, when the market collapses, when it what's what's coming now when the dollar collapses, it's coming. I'm, I'm you don't believe what you want to, but when it didn't, them people going to die. I hate to say it because they're going to be sitting there not having done anything to prepare themselves, having done anything because they're just going to run to the government and they're going to say, come on, you can eat. Take this mark. You have a mark, put this mark on your forehead. That's based upon the fact that you did nothing to prepare yourself. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are y'all there? Let's keep going. And look, go over to Ecclesiastes chapter 11. Ecclesiastes chapter 11, after the book of Proverbs. Ecclesiastes, let me let this book speak to you guys. You must learn to activate grace. Say activate grace. Amen. It's an exercise. It's just like lifting weights. You practice this. You practice it so when you need it. You practice it for the hard times, for the, for, for the rough times. Are you hearing what I'm saying? One of the hardest things to do is to get faith when you're in trouble. Start believing when to build it. When you get put out now, I'm going to believe God. No, we, you need to be learn to believe beforehand. Say activate. Y'all Ecclesiastes, look at chapter, look at verse 11, look at chapter 11, look at verse 4. You there? He that observeth the wind shall not sow. Y'all see that? He that looks at his circumstance, talk back to me. He that looks at what he got will not sow. Now, 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 now keep this in terms of a farmer's. The farmer has a bag full of seed. But if he looks at the wind and the wind is blowing too hard, the wind can talk him out of putting something in the ground. Even though he need to put it in the ground, the wind can blow so hard that it can take it can make him overly cautious. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The problem with that is if the farmer don't put the seed in the ground, the farmer can't expect nothing out of the ground. The farmer's blessing is coming through what he put in the ground. If the farmer don't put it in that, contrary to what you believe, God's not going to feed the farmer if the farmer don't plant the seed. God's only going to feed the farmer because the farmer plants the seed. There's a principle in the earth realm called seed time and harvest. As long as the earth remains, there'll be seed time and harvest time. The way God moves is by seed time, harvest time. You hear what I'm saying? When, when God is ready to bless you, he gives you a seed. It's your job to recognize the seed. Recognize the seed or you eat the seed. Everything you get is not blessing. 
Everything coming in your life is not blessing. Some stuff is seed. Are you there? Let me help you. You go to the store. You was going to get this dress that was on sale. All of a sudden, you see that there's two dresses. Buy one, get one free. Both of them ain't yours. One of those dresses is a seed. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Say recognize. Say this is the law of recognition. Recognizing what is seed. This is a good word. Recognizing what is seed and what is blessing. What seed and what's harvest. Because if the farmer get it mixed up, he would take and eat the bag of seed and kill his blessing. When the one seed can yield more if he sow it than a whole bag he's holding. Are you? Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? This is too loud. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? So if so, the Bible says, if a man regards the wind, this is Satan's. This is Satan's goal. You know when Peter was walking on the water, Jesus said, "Come on, Peter." Peter walked on the water. What caused Peter to sink? The wind. Satan blowing in his ear. You gonna sink? You can't do this. It ain't gonna work. You did it last time. What is that? That's the wind of doubt. Causing you to take that seed and put it back. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Knowing that in your season, God gave you the seed. See, the farm only has a certain season to plant. This is why in certain seasons of your life, It'll be greater and greater struggles to sow or give in certain seasons. Certain seasons you'll be struggling. Certain seasons your finances is tight. You wonder, why is stuff so tight? See, that's your sowing season, but Satan is attacking it so you can't sow it. Why? Because he knows I'm trying to get you beyond. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make you waste your sowing season. Because see, if a farmer doesn't plant at a certain time, then he gets into the fall. He's in, he'll be in harvest time looking to plant when he should have been. Well, what happens if he put his seed in the ground? Nothing's going to happen because he's in the wrong season. So Satan's job is to make you sow, is to make you look around and look at your circumstances during the season you should be sowing. And one of the problems is you don't know what a seed is. You think a seed is only money, but some of y'all got clothes you don't even wear. Talk back to me. A seed is an opportunity to believe God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's why the Bible, David said, I'm not going to ever give God something that don't cost me. He understood the power of a seed. So there may be, there may be a time you go over somebody's house and you know how you're not meddling. You know, it could be an older person. And you notice there ain't nothing in there. And you go home and you cook them a meal. But you don't cook them rice and beans. You don't cook them a big pot of potatoes and say bless you. But you break out what you would eat. You go on the refrigerator and get your special food, what you would eat. Because if it don't cost you nothing, it's not a seed. You recognize me feeding them as an opportunity for me to be blessed. That's why the Bible says when you give to the when you give to the poor, you lend it to the Lord. Talk back to me. 
So these are opportunities, but you have to have the law of recognition to know what is a seed and what's not. Sometimes people come up to you and say, can I have a ride? That could be, a, it's all out of your way. It's totally inconvenient. But you need to do that. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Say the law of recognition. See, God brings opportunities for you to trust him. God gives you opportunities to trust him. See, you could be going to church all your life and never. I know people, I know people like this do not believe God. They go to church, but they just live on whatever comes. Matter of fact, their real trust is in their job. They don't trust God. Their, fi their finances is not in the economy of heaven. It's in their job. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And many times when God allows ripples or problems or shortcomings in your household or in your finances or lack begins to come, it's only to give you an illustration that you are truly not trusting me. I'm trying to make you switch from your own ability to our ability. That's why he starts off with you tithing. Because tithing is where you start to prove that you are trusting God. Now tithing is to get the preacher which say whatever you want to say. You stingy. That's what it really is. Everybody I've ever heard that preach that say anything against tithing, they stingy. They don't give nothing to nobody nowhere. You should worry about the poor. That's that Judas spirit. They told told the woman with the alabaster box, you shouldn't have broke that on Christ. He wasn't worth We could have sold it and gave it to the poor. The Bible says, no, he just wanted to steal the money. That's that Judas spirit. Judas got offended when he saw uh, uh, her seed. People will get offended when they see your belief in God. That you believe God that much. Y'all ain't ready for me. I said he became offended at the seed. The, say the sacrifice. Why are you riding all the way down to Louisville, girl? People get offended at your seed. They get offended at your seed of what you sowing. Trying to get you to stop knowing that you ain't your sowing season. We have something called Grace Grace Retreat Village. Now, Grace Retreat Village is a 45-acre retreat center that we have just acquired. Yes, we just acquired the land. We acquired 45 acres, and it's about 45 minutes from uh, Louisville, Kentucky. So it's sort of 